Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It's been a very big year for my two guests. I, I don't actually think that we've... We've actually been in this studio, all three of us together at the one time. You've been on the phone, or I've had one of you, in, one of you in, or and not and not the other. But sure, you got me at the end of September. So I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by James Leonard and Timmy Long, the two Narries. Oh boys, how's it going? Morning, PJ. How's the phone? Not Thanks too, for having us. Not too, but delighted, delighted to have you, lads, and del- delighted to be be able to chat again. It's been some year. For the two, the, the podcast, everything has just grown, James. It has, yeah. Just before we get going, you've a great few here. I remember, you know, back in the day, we used to get the number two bus from outside Merchants Key, and it was always look over to the right, you see the 96 FM sign and the old digital clock. So it's great to be up here. I know, you know, it's uh, obviously a historical part of Cork, but uh, yeah. 2022 has been amazing. We started out in January with Michal Martin. Yes. He was the biggest in January. We bestled at the Cork, which was obviously a big coup for us. And kind of give us credibility in the world of psychology and physicians and stuff like that. Yeah. We did the Opera House, which was our flagship notice day yeah. in uh, it Pat Falvey in February. Yeah. And it just kind of went from strength to strength then. Yeah, I, I, you're, and you're back there in, in March again. But I, I remember asking you guys, like, when you are standing there on the stage of the Opera House or behind the stage of the Opera House with this thing that you guys started... Yeah. And there's a full house and there like there isn't room to move in there. Mm. Tim. Yeah, it's an amazing feel, feeling, PJ. Um it's it's not something that you could get too used to because <laughs> um even last week we were in there we were just shooting a few videos just for the social media to put, um do you know to for the tickets and stuff and it was just that feeling of being up on the stage the first time yeah. back in February came back again you know it was like it was nervous and a little bit of fear and and a little bit of imposter syndrome as well should I even be here you know yeah. but it's an amazing place and that night in the opera house was it was an emotional roller coaster for myself because I'd, I'd family members there I'd friends there and it, it was it was an amazing night in, in, in general for me and James to be able to do something like that you yeah. know considering where both of our lives were 10, 11 years ago, we were, like, the Opera House was something that we just look at while we were walking down the street. Yeah. We never phantoms that we'd ever be up on the stage. It's in a, there, good, you know? a good way of putting it. And the documentary that was done was the nationwide show 
that took you right back, James, to the start. I know it was very emotional to do that as well, wasn't it? It was. I, like uh, In that documentary, uh, showed where I had my last overdose and my turning point, which was the steps between the High House and Blarney Street on Sunday as well, which was actually only about a couple of hundred metres from the Opera House, you know. So to sell out the Opera House a couple of hundred metres away from where you've had an overdose, it's like how... like how far that we've come in in the time that we've had in recovery and it just goes to show for family members listening that think that there's no hope for their loved one if they're alive and they get the right help and the stars align from they, they have unlimited potential and that's all with me and timmy are mm-hmm. now we're just we're just fulfilling our potential that we always had yeah you always had but there's the thing you always had that potential and you sit there now confidently telling me you're fulfilling the potential that you always had mm-hmm. Where was the turning point, either of you take this one, when you realised we have potential, we can do something like this? I suppose, I suppose you always believe that there's some potential there mm-hmm. within you, within yourself, but because there's so many different obstacles, you've the drug addiction, the alcoholism, the, the, the involvement in crime and criminality, you know, the court cases, the, and, and even the, the life that that comes with that that potential is really at the bottom of the barrel you know mm. and i suppose once you do all the things in recovery in terms of the psychotherapy the counseling the 12 steps going to your meetings talking to other people that are in recovery and being able to relate what's going on for them that stuff comes up it gets bigger from the bottom of the barrel and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm. and bigger and you start believing in yourself a little bit more every time. And that's what's happened for us. You know, I have went from somebody from the first podcast that I was completely caught up in so much fear, you know, that it consumed me for weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm. But no, it's like, this is what we do. I understand the benefits of it. We get so many different messages from people telling us how people on our show have helped them or we have helped them our own journeys and, and that in its own right is, is is the most important thing for me and James you know for any human being just to know that they're doing something that is helping another human being to continue in their own life and flourish mm. now we will come back to that and come back to some of the people that you've talked to during the year like you said you had Michal Martin and you've had many more I managed to grab an hour in there myself and enjoyed myself by the way yeah. I had a great time and a great response to it very happy um, so the show in March now Jimmy Barry Murphy why JBM James because he's like the, the iconic cock figure he's up there with Roy Keane Jack Lynch and all these other people you know so uh, Jimmy Barry Murphy plus you'll find it very hard to find an in-depth interview with Jimmy where he's not being interviewed directly after the match about you know a specific thing mm-hmm. so this would be a general long form conversation and it'll be very interesting to see what the man is actually like where he grew up you know what makes him tick and stuff like that the second guest we have then is Shane Casey um, oh yeah so Billy yeah so that's an, ex- that's an exclusive no PJ you can uh, you can pay us after for that but no <laughs> like again pure cock and he has a persona through his acting and stuff like that, but we'll get to know the real Shane, yeah. you know, and there's an interesting Very, story, very yeah. different people. Yeah. Mm. Very different people, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. but you have, a, you, have, you have a good mix of sport, emotion, a bit of crack, you know, and uh, there's something for everybody. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. And it's in March on the 25th, a Saturday night. Yeah. Selling already? Absolutely, absolutely. And we'd love a good push now before Christmas. A good Christmas present. And you know as well, what we're finding over the years, it's like, uh, you know, if, if you're interested in, let's say you're a woman, and you're interested in the podcast and the personal development aspects of it, bring along your partner. Because, you know, he might learn something or you might tweak something. It might make him a better partner. He might, might make him more self-aware mm. and, and vice versa, you know. So, um, great Christmas present, you know, yourself. Have him in the studios <laughs> with you. And, yeah. and and you're here in this studio today. You, you, we're on your own. It's it's just the three of us yeah. and however many thousand are listening. But you're there on the stage at the Opera House, Timmy, around the table or on couches with Jimmy and Billy. Mm. And they're out there looking at you. Does that make it harder to get stuck into a, an in-depth conversation? At the beginning, it, for me, it does. At the beginning, I'm like the emotions and the, the sensations in my body are are at the forefront of of everything that's going on for me. And after a while, you know, I start getting into the conversation, and then then it just becomes like it is down in the studio that we're just having a three-way conversation and everybody else is just like the fourth man in the room mm-hmm. and they're part of the conversation as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so connected, yeah. the whole thing. It's everybody in the room can feel yeah. the energy that's going on in the stage as well. You know? Pat Felby said to me afterwards, you couldn't believe the silence yeah. in a packed theatre. Mm. Uh, for me then, in the live show... I think that because people are paying money to come out and give up their Saturday night to view you, that we have to give them something more than a regular podcast. So for me, it does a bit of a performance there as well. The one-liners are flowing, you want to make it funny, you want to have a laugh, you want to drive the emotion of it. So it is a lot different. Then there's a whole production value, there's lighting, sound, there's video and images uh, cast up on the stage as well that sparks memories. And we'll do a Q&A piece, get it interactive as well. So... Uh, it's 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 replicating the podcast sport like adding bells and whistles onto it. Mm. Things that you never dreamed of doing as young lads. Now, geez, as a young lad, I was so shy. You know, we, <laughs> I I wouldn't have been able to. I yeah. I struggled really as a young lad with shyness and uh, confidence and self esteem. Uh, but no, I think. Um, what it shows me and and why I'm so vocal about it is that. If we feel that we, we are one way in our lives, that mm. can be completely changed. You can go from a shy person to somebody that's not shy. Mm. You know, it just takes a little bit of work. Some people are born like that and they're confident and mm. they go through life confident. Some people are shy and they mm. go through their lives shy, but it doesn't have to be that way all the time. And I've learned that from my own experience in life. And now I am a little more confident than I was at the start. And then just growing and growing and growing. Mm. And every podcast and every live show and every talk that we do. And that's and that's so important as well to understand that it's okay to feel a little bit of anxiety or a, bit, a few nerves or a bit of fear. But that actually helps you to be grounded and it helps you to be more humble of, of <sighs> who you are and what you're doing there, you know? And you both still a bit of a work in progress of course yeah I think th- I don't think there's anything not wor- in a working process I think everything can be tweaked in one way or another you know but myself and James we still have our full time jobs mm. you know we've families we've yeah. we've a lot of other stuff going on outside that and what we're able to give the podcast like is everything outside of that you know mm. and it's like sometimes we're scraping 
mm-hmm. for time for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we're we still in recovery as well. So, yeah. like, we don't get a certificate one day and say, you're recovered now, James, go on about your day. Let me let me focus on that. Do you want to take a commercial break? And I want to come right back at that point because I would forget that. Mm. Anybody would forget that. You're both still in recovery and talk a little bit about that and we'll talk about people who are in recovery coming up to Christmas and I want to talk a little bit about people like you said you know it doesn't have to be this way things can change mm-hmm. come to that and more so talking to the two nights this is actually I, we've never actually had the three of us in this studio before so it's great to have James and, and Timmy with me and you made the point James before the break with all the success the podcast the set out shows you know the, the prominence that's out there now it's it's easy to forget for the public that you're both still in recovery, but you can't forget that ever, can you? No, no, and like with all the positivity, you know, through twenty twenty two we've had a lot of awards as well, you know, and accolades and we get positive attention all the time. Um you have to keep your feet in the ground. Because in the end of the day, if you get carried away with it, you'll fall flat in your face. And as Timmy said before the break, like we work full time, we have families, we've pressures outside of everything else, and but we're in recovery. So like, if if you don't look after your recovery, the rest of it will fall apart. And that's what I would say to anybody that's in recovery. Um, you neglect that at your peril. Now, recently, I went back into therapy myself uh, just to help me navigate a difficult time in my life. That's mm. not related to anything that I would speak about on air. Yeah. But it's still like, as I said earlier, I never got a certificate to say I'm recovered, one about your business. And I think even if you're not in recovery, if you're going through a difficult time in your life or significant stressors, there's no harm doing some personal development. It doesn't have to go into the depths of your childhood but it'll just help you navigate that mm. for maybe six to ten weeks or something and mm. come out the other end of it so that's where we're at at the moment and and, and you know keeping the sobriety staying clean mm. is that is that something that you have to think about day to day Jim or Timmy or does it just is it part of every day it's part of every day because you don't know what a day is going to bring for you if a day brings some difficult challenges for me you know emotionally or or different stuff going on in my life my initial thought will be yes, come on we go away and we get a drink there or we get a drugs or whatever you know to just be able does to does that boy still oh yeah it's still there it'll always be there thankfully you know because that's my reminder that this thing will it, it, this thing can come back to me at any stage my t- in my life even if I've I, like recently there I one or two things going on in my life you know and I just kind of said to myself well like mum just go to the pub you know but I was able to catch that thought and and, and, and understand that it was just a thought mm. and that thought is there because for th- for, for 20 years I, 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 I used alcohol and drugs to be able to soothe myself and, and to escape mm. feelings and emotions and to run away from thoughts so with with with, with just understanding that these are thoughts mm. and the minute you become aware of it that's your job done and you can kind of leave it at that mm. and then do what you have to do and just maybe pick up the phone and talk to somebody maybe mm. a sponsor maybe somebody that's in recovery as well and mm. just tell them what's going on for you because the minute you start talking about it you have it because the later person on that phone will tell you do you know it's, it's alright do you know mm. it doesn't have to be like that last grand just go home mm. and just mm. 
it with it and, and, and you'd be fine. That's a very important factor in recovery. Is Christmas hard in recovery? I know there's loads of people listening to us now with eight or nine days to Christmas and looking forward to family being around, mm. bit of partying, few drinks, you know, whatever. But there are some who maybe are in their first Christmas clean and sober, their first dry Christmas, mm. maybe of their life, maybe for years. And they... One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. They're afraid. Yeah. Is Christmas a struggle? It, Christmas is the hardest time of the year, I think, for people in early recovery especially. And what I would suggest or maybe advise would be, you know, throughout the year outside of Christmas when things are going well for you, you don't then take a break from your recovery, stop doing the things that got you to there. So if you were doing counselling or meditation or meetings or 12 steps or whatever, you, you don't take a break from that. When you're doing well, you still do that because you're depositing all that in the bank. Because when times get tough and Christmas can be that tough time that you're going to have some bit of substance behind you to help you navigate it. It's when you don't do the basic stuff like your meetings, therapy or whatever and then you have a tough Christmas, you fall flat in your face, you know. Mm. It's important as well, like Christmas can be difficult for people not in recovery if you're around family members or family dynamics and can bring up a lot for people. Uh, for people in recovery, they might be going back home, they might be, you know, uh, history there from childhood or alcoholism or there might be resentment or whatever it's it's what Timmy spoke about there is the escape and you might fool yourself into thinking I can't cope with this if I drink I'll escape it but we'll be coming into January and January is a difficult month and you don't want to come in with the like after letting yourself down you know so there's meetings and supports around all Christmas you know the Tonari's podcast will be around the Christmas yeah. you'll get an A meeting and an A meeting any day of the week um, so it's just about minding yourself and as Timmy said reaching out and having good people around you. Do you find yourself minding each other sometimes? Yeah, of course. More Timmy minds me most, yeah. I'd say. Do you know what? Listen, listen, it's, 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 sometimes it can be like a marriage. <laughs> you don't always get on. That's, that's a sight I can't unsee. <laughs> you, you get me, though. I um, do, yeah. Do you know, it's, it's, listen, we, we both really, really have a lot going on in our lives and, and 
it's very important that we understand that as well with each other and, and I think it works it works well do you know we, we kind of understand when the other kind of needs a bit of space you know mm. but listen PJ it's two and a half years now and it, 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 it does take time to get to know people don't it James mm. it, it takes time to get to know people and how we work you know because we also have to understand around each other that we have so much stuff going on you know I'm doing a masters at the moment and James have a lot of different things going on in his personal life you know but at the end of the day like it's we get stronger and stronger and stronger then as well as as we go, go along like any formal relationship yeah yeah but you always look out for each other as well mm. and uh, Timmy spoke a while ago about you know the first podcast where he was not full of fear and stuff like that but I went back and looked I went back and looked at it actually yeah. mm. but if you look at him now different man yeah. and we have a podcast coming up now on Saturday with Minister Michael McGrath so if you look at Timmy's first episode to that you can see a transformation in his confidence his communication skills his awareness yeah. around social issues I think I had a head start because my background in social sciences and sociology mm. and that's the type of stuff we generally talk about whereas Timmy's in construction but I think the confidence in Timmy over, and I think then if I'm uh, more often if there's a bit of doubt setting in around that we're doing the right thing is probably me and then Timmy kind of reassures me look we'll get through it we'll get through it let's talk for a couple of minutes about the problems around us and we've spent most of this week talking about homelessness and the fact that there are people in this weather mm. sleeping in the doorway of Debenhams hur- cur- you know curled up in in, in in duvets and you touched on something very important a while ago Tim they believe that's all that's there for them they believe that that is their future mm. It's not. It doesn't have to be. How do we start that person? First of all, to believe that. You have to you have to let them know that you're there for them, you know. And, and and what I mean by that is we have to there's organizations out there that are completely bombarded with 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 people asking for help and, and you know, they're probably at their limits, but we need more done. We have buildings all ro- all over all over the city idle Mm. you walk into town there there's buildings everywhere and they're idle and I mean big big buildings Mm. you know why is why is not a few hundred thousand or or a few million not put aside in any form of budget no we're not blaming anybody for anything or we if if we're to stop problems like this within the city you know and get people into safe clean warm facilities where they can put their head down at night without the fear of being attacked or whatever else you know are God knows what goes on in the streets mm. um, we need to do it you know we need to do it we need to put the money into these areas instead of spending money on ridiculous silly silly things mm. that don't even need to be done yeah. that may have been done five years ago and, and, and talk to people I think like yourselves and like more talk more to Simon community talk more to Katrina Toomey talk more to those those sorts of, of, of people Jim I took a heartbreaking call this morning from a woman who met an old school friend and he's sleeping in a doorway they were close pals they were tight mm. in school and he looked at her and recognised her and she was kind of saying there but for the grace there but for the grace of God go any of us isn't that the case yeah and when you think about it like in sp- it's a basic psychology theory that you can't address your education needs or your relationship needs or your employment needs if you don't know 
if your basic needs aren't being met. So if you if you if you're living in a precarious living situation, or you haven't got heat, warmth, or shelter, how then can you look at um, improving your life through employment and education and training? So like you. you you can't give somebody belief that's sleeping in a doorway if you've no apartment for them to go into, you know? And, like, the nightlight and stuff like that, that the Simon and the... That, that's emergency. Like, that's not that's not an option, you know? Yeah. So, like, uh, when I came out of treatment in 2013, we didn't really have this situation. I went into a recovery house belonged to the Simon. I would somewhere to go. My basic needs were met. From that safe base, I could then do my education and, you know, so on, mm. to get to where I am today when Timmy came out of prison and he was in early recovery he could go to a home you know a council house we were all raised in council houses and you have a safe base where you can then go on and build your life and break the cycle but the problem today is people don't have a safe base from where they can kind of move up the hierarchy and address the different needs so like we have to zoom out and look at it from macro level as well and uh, I just I fail to see where it's going to end because it's just getting worse and worse yeah it's getting worse you said that this week's episode is with uh, Minister Michael McGrath we speak a lot about this he'll be Minister for Finance yeah after the weekend and I don't want to give uh, to give me any spoilers, but did you go into this with him? He basically said that it's not that there's a lack of money. There's a lot of money in the government at the mm. moment. Like, we are a very rich country. We were the best performing economy in the EU last week. We got five billion in corporation tax for the month of October or November. It's the other obstacles in the way of planning objections and different kind of red tape. And that's the focus now for government, I think, going forward is we have all this capital for investment but does other blocks and I think in a housing crisis like what we have today you have to fast track those blocks mm. and kind of come in and kind of supersede it mm. because human rights does does different does property rights and does all these other rights but some rights should take priority and mm. people's right to housing I think should be at the top and that's exactly what we we did say to Michael on the day of the podcast we we said you have to fast track these issues like, mm. because people are going to die in this cold yeah. you know people are going to die in the, in the cold mm. that we have at the moment because mm. it's, I think there are temperatures that we haven't seen for a long long time no no so it's um, Jimmy Barry Murphy and you've just said this morning Billy Murphy Shane <laughs> Casey, Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in March 25th at the at the Opera House tickets are available now from the Opera House I, you caught me rotten the night you interviewed my Basque <laughs> me about my the, the best guests I'd had and I gave you a few yeah. so to both of you before I let you go the best guests you've ever had and the one that is there a one that got away or the one that you haven't had yet James? Well, I'll answer the one that got away. When I was on the Tommy Ternan show, I got a phone call a few weeks later from the producer. James, there's somebody there looking for your contact details, but you, the GDPR, I have to ask you. I said, who is it? President Michael Higgins. So I got a phone call from President Michael Higgins' secretary offering us up for dinner in the Auris. Get away! And then we went into level five lockdown, and I heard no more. So that's the one that got away. Um, my favourite one, uh, I'm not going to say my wife because that's obvious. I really enjoyed Dr. Gabor Mate because it was a big coup for us. He's a, it, since then, he's been on um, Joe Rogan and all these other big yeah. ones. But we James got O'Brien it. had him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah you guys had him first. We did. We An did. amazing character. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Such a humble man. And a mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, that'd be my standout one. Okay. Um, last week we had under the. Uh, we had a deaf man, Dr. John Conahan, 
on the podcast and even just the way I felt sitting inside in the studio for that like it was just the first and I'd never seen anything like that being done before we had two interpreters inside in the room mm. and we had John and it was like we really really had to be very mindful of, of the way we were feeding back mm. you know because there was one interpreter you know um signing for John what we what myself and James was saying and then there was another one voicing back what he was he was doing the sign language for and yeah. it was it just blew me away and to listen to his story as well and, and to hear how it was from growing up and, and what mm. he's doing you now mm. I was completely completely inspired and, and motivated by and have you won that got away? Um, I won't say that they got away they're still we're still chasing them down it's definitely Roy Keane Really? Yeah, I think that'd be fascinating. Of yeah. course, yeah. That'd be fascinating. Um, so, just before I let you go, lads, one question's come in while we're talking. Uh, can you please ask the lads if you have a family member in early recovery, should you keep alcohol out of the house at Christmas? Yeah. Well, you know, that's a, that's, that's a question that yeah. you have to ask yourself, really. Yeah. You know, myself and James... Um, could tell you no, we could tell you yes, but hide it or whatever else. But like, if someone's in early recovery, what you need to be really mindful of there is is just letting them know that you're there for them over the Christmas. You're talking mm. to them, no arguing. Don't mm. argue with them. Yeah. You know, or for no reason, don't argue because an argument could be the basis of them going out that door and giving them the reason for going away and having yeah. a drink. Just break them off. I would say if you're trying to stay away from chocolate, PJ. You clear the cupboard, right? Mm -hmm. So you make a harder. I think that we bring that principle into the mm -hmm. into the home for people in recovery as well. It's safe or not to have it there. Okay, uh, great that the two. <laughs> I love this. Great that the two Norries aren't talking with that ridiculous American twang. A lot of media people are putting on. I don't even know that. That dig at me, but great lads. Uh, great listen to the two Norries. A great inspiration to all in recovery. Could listen to the boys for hours. Levitt-headed, normal, straight talking, no fluff. And you know what? I think that that is part of your success. I know that the show will sell out in March. I know the podcast will go from strength to strength. We. Three, we'll talk again. Thank you. Thanks, thanks lads. Have a wonderful Christmas, you and your families. Likewise, and thanks, and happy Christmas to the people of Cork. Cork's 96 FM.